Hey everyone, welcome back to the It's So Weird podcast. My name is Christy and my lovely co-host is Marcy and today's topic is a continuation on our discussion of chaos titled Chaos Part 2. Hope you enjoy it. Welcome back, listeners. We had some coffee. We did. We did. We, we had some coffee. coffee. <laughs> <laughs> and talking about breaking up routine. And I love breaking routine. Oh, so this is really within my... As as do I. I. I think that it's really important to have change and to break up routine. And you were asking about um, changing things up with classes um, and, and work and um, at, my, at my work. Uh, and that is something that we go through three to six times a year in that, um, we have classes, uh, and we have teachers that teach those classes. And then we have at specific times, obviously, like, like all their health clubs, um, but people get attached to their teacher, they get attached to that format of class, and, um, then the de-evolution or the chaos begins, uh, people's, their bodies adapt to the exercise their brains um adapt to what's coming next and so they're getting less out of it because they're less engaged they have to work um not as hard and then the other thing that happens and i think this is true of groups of people in every interaction in every sort of social event is if you keep the same group together uh, eventually the quality of the conversation and the interaction can devolve, devolve. <laughs> and, and become a little clickish. Um, As and, they would and say yes, in today's environment, tribal, tribal. And, and <laughs> this seems to be true, um, whether we're talking about teenagers or, you know, even some older people. Now, granted, a lot of times, the older people, the older people are, the more mature that they are, the less likely they are to engage in this. But it does still happen. If you have I a group of human. Nature. Yeah. I mean, if you have a group of 20 people, there are going to be four or five of them that are going to, you have know, a common bond between get, each yes. other. They find and that's commonality. And that's great. That yeah. is wonderful. I'm all about making, making connection. connection. Yes. <laughs> I love how we. But, <laughs> but, um, sometimes it can be hard for a new person to break into that group. Um, as I said, Physically, they're not getting as much out of it. So what I do is I change things up. I change instructors. I change the format of the class. Um, now, does that upset some individuals? Oh, good Lord. Yes. Yes. I've been doing this long enough that I pretty much know who is going to give me an earful. Um, and with October three days away, um, we are 
uh, beginning our fall schedule, which means there were changes. And so there were new classes added. There were things that were taken away. Um, there were uh, moves with staff. And now the staff really understands why this is important. And so I don't get a lot of pushback um, from, from my staff, which is wonderful. Uh, but individuals do get a little upset. Well, I really only want to come during this time. And I really like, you know, this instructor and I don't they like the routine. You right. Create. Right. And, and I don't really want, and I say, give them a chance. And, um, and then I'm lucky in that my staff doesn't, I don't really have a lot of turnover. So you can, um, be with XYZ instructor on a different day at a different time. Um, if, if that's what you truly desire. Um, so, but it, but it is, we as humans are like that. And I say that I love change and that I love, you know, um, changing things up and that I understand how important it is to be quite honest with you. As I said earlier in the show, um, my hot yoga studio closed and I've been to two other hot yoga studios and I'm not happy. And (laughs) why I don't like the change. Um, but and, I don't understand. It's still the same thing. It's still hot yoga. Does yep. it really make a difference? Yes. Why? It's a different group of people. Um, the, the place that I'm currently at is, uh, the times that are convenient for me. It is 90% college students, which is not, um, you know, what I was used to. So it's a little bit more intimidating for me. Um, meaning that I can't help but occasionally let my mind wander to the gal that is able to do xyz do you contrast and compare mercy while you're doing hot yoga am i a human being <laughs> i think it's funny i know you think it's funny <laughs> but um yeah i do i i am a human being and um part of the practice of yoga is being mindful accepting yourself for who you are gaining a greater peace of mind which is incredibly important to mental health but it's something that from time to time I struggle with so there you have it um so that okay so when we talk about peace of mind I want to be clear yes about uh peace yes meaning the word peace peace of mind yes I don't mean lack of war right and I don't mean like happy thoughts or, right. um, you know, positive, yes, only I'm practicing positive things or results. Uh, peace of mind to me, as defined by my own conception, is a calmness of mind, an acceptance of where you're at, the situation you're in, and the acceptance of the people around you yes. to what's occurring. And perhaps to have a even clarity that's what I was getting ready to say of yeah. what's going on. Yes. I so that, if if you find yourself comparing yourself to another human being, it's hard are to you get. clear enough to realize that that's just an insecurity mm-hmm. or possible jealousy mm-hmm. of a situation in which you have no control over? Yes. Because clearly you have no control over being 10 years older than somebody else. Try 20. It, Okay, twenty, <laughs> and you will never go oh, back to it being ain't twenty again. years younger. Yes, and, and and realistically, that's not something that I want. But but your mind does go there. My mind does go there, and I think that's what hot yoga does. Is it brings all these type of um, what I would call 
I really don't like the term negative emotions, but they are termed negative emotions of jealousy, anger, pride, or sometimes happiness and a calmness. It just depends on what you choose to yes, focus I, on. I have found practicing yoga to be amazing for my head. Um, it, so it's not just physical. No, it it's is absolutely a mental not. Health. It is a mental health. It's it is a hundred percent part it's of my mind mental health and body. Yes, because oftentimes, and and this is um, how I became. Um, I wouldn't say I'm a yogi as much as a practitioner of yoga. How I became a consistent practitioner of yoga is my body was manifesting my emotions, meaning right. my back hurt all the time, my lower back. And as I was in a yoga class, um, struggling with my back, a um, my yoga instructor came and very gently whispered into my ear, did you know that your body holds your emotional pain? And specifically, emotional pain and trauma can be held in your hips, which is where I would really struggle. And she said that to me and tears just poured. I don't know where they came from. I couldn't identify it. Um, And then she said, you need to give yourself permission, which was a huge word for me. I need to give myself permission to let it go. And um, but what does that mean? Oh, my goodness. For me, that means a lot of things. I kind of understand it, but I'd like you to clarify what, because letting it go, does that mean you don't give a shit about it? Um, Accept it. Okay. Accept it. Don't don't judge it. Let it go is a very accurate way to. um, For me, from the physical standpoint of it, is my body was holding on so tightly to um, that mental pain, to that mental pain, to that trauma that um, I had to learn to release it. I had to give myself permission to grow from it. And um, I I still, um, I've been practicing now for... So what do you do with the mental pain? How, how do you let it well, go? Well, I, I, was, I was getting ready to say seven years later, um, it is still a practice for me. Sometimes... So um, it's not a one-trick pony. Oh, fuck no. there are no magic words no there is that magic sentence that she said to you yes like an epiphany give yourself and and the key word there was permission right um two key words for me in yoga um are permission and surrender um and those sound like uh passive things things that would make you passive um and they are very powerful because when you recognize that what you are giving, that who you're giving permission to is yourself, you're giving yourself permission to accept wherever you're at. Well, yeah, I don't like the term surrender. And, and well, and that was, that's the other term. Surrender is very po- um, powerful for me because I didn't like the term. That to me, um, was, it, it gives you no agency. Um, well, right. Well, it, it, it was a sign of weakness. It was a sign of but it submissiveness. But in the human language but of English, it, a sign of you surrender. Oh, yes. But what I'm surrendering to is myself, to accepting Your myself. Own mind. 
in and and allowing and myself to be so free difficult for people to oh, do oh good lord it's really difficult for people to do it's really difficult I because find it hard to surrender to other people to be submissive or surrender to their concepts sure yes i yes but this is not that at all okay. this this is accepting and surrendering sort of maybe the pedestal that you put yourself on up on the expectation that you have of yourself um, of just giving yourself an opportunity to be vulnerable to um, just allow yourself to feel whatever you feel um, you know because oftentimes we we are taught to uh, um, compartmentalize or to push negative feelings away and surrendering sometimes means which um, is a very um human trait of fight yeah, or flight you, right you, to, right to survive you but have if to you compart- never look at why you feel right. those feelings if you never surrender you to don't the have thought to be in that position anymore right oh position present that's another um you know a, a, another five-year-old thing. marcy might have had to compartmentalize right. to survive to the age of adulthood correct yes an agency yes yes but 20 year old marcy no longer has to use that tool or device right but sometimes you get you don't yeah you don't and it works you don't surrender that tool or you think that it works no it worked for you at five sure but it doesn't but it doesn't work for me at 45 45, (laughs) it does yeah and 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 that's what surrendering really is 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 really examining yourself but not judging allowing yourself to just be however you are and it changes every single day and that's that is um what's so beautiful to me about the practice of yoga is if you practice um frequently um i don't practice every day but i practice three or four days a week um my body is different every time i practice my head is different every time i practice and i try to surrender and be in the present instead of um going through the motions like you know with with other forms of exercise and and um at least this is just for me if i'm running sometimes it's just about damn it i need to get to 30 minutes um right and that's how i find i find a lot of exercise right. for me is right way. tedious I just tedious it it's just tedious it's maintenance you've got to do it um but but for me the practice of yoga is really a key part of practicing good mental health because it is time when i give myself permission to be in the present and to feel whatever it is that i feel um, and not judge it and just be honest. So if I walk into that room and, um, I, you know, am not, uh, immediately able to focus on me, it's okay. I can be in the present and think, why do I feel this way? Because the squirrel can touch the back of her head with her foot while standing on one leg. Why? Why do I feel threatened by that? <laughs> no. I'd and, be like, "Holy fuck, that's amazing!" Be giving her that's the slow clap. Like, like, I'd probably even push her over a little bit. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. So, so but I think yeah. that I'd right, like, right, and 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 so the practice of yoga. There's really, you know, some some yogis will will say. Um, you need to clear your mind. Well, I disagree with that. You need to allow your mind to become spacious and let whatever thoughts come in 
you kind of twist yeah, it around, play with that. Why do I feel this way? Why do I? I just think and it's a and then just move on. Between oh goodness, Indi- yes, uh, Hindu is you know Hinduism oh, and, and, and American and English, yes. European culture. <laughs> oh, so sorry. That there goes the dog. That's my there goes Loki, lo- lovely husky who loves to listen to our conversations but interrupts. I think all podcasters have this problem when they let their animals be a part of the podcast. That's okay. It is a risk. Anyway, uh, I think it's all in translation. I yeah. think that the English language, that we don't have these terms in no. the English language for clearing our minds. We well, think wipe the slate clean, yes. have zero thoughts, yes. have nothing going on, be completely peaceful, happy, calm, but... What they really mean by clearing the mind is to allow thoughts to arise and dissipate. So when you have a thought, you don't like attach to it and say, oh, I'm jealous of that girl because she can do that pose. You have that jealousy and then you just let let it it go. go. Accept it. And then another nice thought might come in or what you consider a negative thought. It's like the ebb and flow of an ocean to me. Yes. Yes, and and that's and that's a calm surface because if you want to go back to physics, mm-hmm. the ocean always wants to go back to a calm surface. Mm-hmm. Physically, that happens continuously for the ocean; like it rises, it falls, but it always wants, wants to, to go, go back. back to a calm surface. Water wants to find the equilibrium, and we are made up of water, so it makes sense mm-hmm. physically to me too in the sciences yes because but that's 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 just for me part of my there, peace but. of mind and practicing peacefulness and having good mental health um yeah but you also agreed that um that it doesn't hurt to because i know therapy is very popular these days before huh. it was i do <laughs> well it was considered it was, you went to a therapist because you got problems. I went to a counselor back in my 20s mm-hmm. when it was very unpopular mm-hmm. and I didn't care. Yeah. I don't I really don't care. What That's funny because I, w- I went to a therapist, you know, in my 20s, too. And and, and you uh, got crap for it, didn't you? I, I got crap for it and I got crap out of it because I wasn't open to the experience. And oh. and now I'm in therapy and um. It, it is uh, very transformative for me because I am open to the experience and recognize there are things that I want to improve in my um, life and recognize that there are things that I consistently struggle with. Well, and I think there were a lot of taboos uh, back in oh, yeah. the 40s, Much 50s, more 60s now. of if you were... If you didn't have good mental health, then you were an unstable person. And we shouldn't have anything to do with right. you. And we shouldn't talk you know, about it. We should it. probably put yeah. you in the attic. Yeah. Or yep. we just didn't talk about those yep. things. If somebody was mentally ill. like she I had, right. She is right. <laughs> or he's not right. Yeah. And just, you know, keep him yeah. at a distance. Yeah. And I still kind of feel like we do that with our mentally ill even to this day, we see right. Well, homelessness, homelessness and, and problems. Um, Our yeah. government still doesn't want to address it. Uh, a lot of people don't want to address right. it. Well, it's difficult. It it really well, is really not a clear solution. Correct. 
And, and I think that's why we think it's and, difficult. And different things work for different people at different times. I mean, there's there's a great debate. You know, I'm in therapy. Um, I understand that there are lots of um, medical, um, you know, drug solutions uh, that solve uh, problems. However, for me personally, I try to not take any sort of medication. So um, I, you know, that that for me is not an option. However, maybe I should be and I'm just unable to deal with that at this with point. That concept. <laughs> well, maybe there I'm are chemical imbalances. Yes. And there are just. And as long as I stay away from sugar and I exercise. And I sleep. Well, I think I'm fine. Right. <laughs> but maybe I'm not. <laughs> a lot of cultures don't have these mental right, right. health problems. So that that's something that my therapist and I talk about very frequently, um, the concept of being grounded and rooted. And, um, you know, uh, she encourages me to really practice yoga. And as um, she and my employees are very good at pointing out, they can tell when I haven't been taking care of my physical body. Um, because for one thing, I'm unplugged during that hour, meaning I'm not getting a text message from somebody. I'm not watching media. Um, I'm probably listening to music. Um, but I'm not having a conversation with someone. I am really trying to just work on me. And that helps me um, to be more grounded and to be more rooted and to feel mentally better. And very often I encounter people that spend zero time a day doing that. Like they work out for an entire hour with their phone in their hand or, you know, they're constantly engaged and worrying and, and not, they don't disconnect, not being mindful, not being disconnected. And, and so that creates a, a, anxiety and um uh, you know it, mental unwellness i i look at it in both ways like they find an anxiety about the disconnection oh yes. meaning it gives them space to start thinking about things that yes. they can't control in their yes. lives yes. and that creates stress so the distraction of media helps relieve yeah. the inability to control uh what everyone you know everyone whether you're rich or poor yeah there are things you cannot control exactly and um if you're constantly connected to something then then you don't you, have to you're really constantly think about well things. and you're also constantly be, being inundated with more and more things that you cannot control right you which is it seems like a, over. yeah you, you seem to be binging on uh, my one of my friends um had stated that she took a break from news media Yes. Because it was upsetting her. Yes. And then she said, well, maybe I'll try to get back on the wagon. Yes. Of news media. And, and she was like, I just can't do it. I just can't do it. Um, For her mental health sake. Yes. She could not. She she likes to be informed and she stays informed. But the daily consumption. Yeah. Well, that's that is that people's tragedies where I was at with it was I um I don't want to watch it anymore i want to read about it so i can stay um informed and i don't um you know i, d I don't want to get emotionally attached to it and i say that while i'm scrolling through my I was gonna phone say you're looking at your phone Shut what are you up. looking for so i'm looking for this quote um <laughs> from uh, uh duncan trussell 
another podcaster that we love. I love him. And um, I can't, so I'm going to get it wrong because I can't easily find it. And it's one of those things that I wish I had taken a picture of. But essentially what his quote was, was there's some dude out there in the woods completely unaware that he should be losing his mind over what's going on in the news because he doesn't have his phone with him. Right. And I laugh about that because I try to spend an hour a day being that dude. I try to spend... To create a um, bubble. Yeah. And to create... Well, you know how much personal time I need. All of it. Almost. (laughs) Almost. I could have been the perfect hermit. Yeah. Yes. Like I would have yes. been the perfect you. cave. Yeah. Yogi. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're given a different time, a different location. I could have easily hold yes. up and, uh, yeah, you, you, know, re- you have really my ha- food imported from yes, the village. You, you really have learned how to, um, minimize your accessibility to other people, uh, or their accessibility, or their to accessibility me. to you. And, you know, and that protects you and it keeps you safe and, and um, it's mentally healthy. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It really does keep me mentally yeah. healthy. But I, I, I have always been that way. Yes. And so I found high school very tedious. Mm-hmm. I found college uh, a moderation of being able to monitor how much accessibility or I just learned a really good trick. And that is I could pretty much block out all noise and sight of other people. Of the chaos going around you. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's um, it's interesting for me because I uh, I have a lot of social interaction. You in, do. In and you're day. very good at it. Um, thank you. Thank you. you I, really I, I, I do. Um, and I wouldn't say it gets me down. But when I go home, I really... I, I don't, I want it to stop. I don't. You want to decompress. Yeah. I, I, I don't want to receive text messages. And right. um, sometimes I find it difficult for me to make phone calls and to communicate with people outside of the nine to six business time because, you know, that's six to bedtime. Is I think everybody feels that way for the most part. Oh, my goodness. No. Oh. I mean, it's, it is amazing to me. Um, if I will okay, send, sorry, I so still I've been, got a turn. I, so I send a text message at like nine o'clock at night to a, a, um, realtor expecting like it was just on my mind and <laughs> just had to get it out there at nine o'clock at and night. And I was afraid that I would forget about right. it the next day. And she responds immediately with, you know, in, in, because I apologize. I'm sorry. It's night at night, but I didn't think about this and I'm afraid that I'm going to forget. And I want to tell you this. And immediately I get a response and she's like, I'm always working. I'm always there for you. I'm always available. And instead of being comforted and reassured by that, I went to bed thinking, oh, gosh, this poor woman. But that's the life she but chooses. She and, chooses and, that, that. And, she's, and, and she thrives right, on that. Right. She seems and that's to thrive fine. on that. I I'm cannot. Okay. I, you know what? Kudos to them, man. If you right. can do that and keep a, a mental health. Yes. Um Yes, kudos to you, but I cannot. I I need to have no. I need I need to have a few hours of downtime every single day. I need about eight, eight, eight hours of alone time, and I'm good with stretches of two to three weeks. Yeah, of talking to only one person, my partner, and 
not a lot of conversation happens. That is a little unusual, I think, for um, the state for the well for this day and age. Um, You know, it's a little unusual. Maybe not. Maybe maybe those people who are doing it don't have a conversation <laughs> we don't they're, know about them their... <laughs> you, you don't, don't know about know. them because they're not putting themselves out there right you might be on to it something it might be maybe. silent yeah it might be yeah. a silent situation in which they're perfectly happy being um i think that what they call that is uh i think the health uh mental health department has termed it um they're no longer loners. What are they? What's the word? I don't know. It's a negative pejorative word. It is. Yeah, that you're an outsider. That you're an you, outsider. You're come a, on, Marcy, help me out here. I don't know any words. I'm all out. Mm. Um, I don't know. I mean, loner is. We're gonna stick with loner because. We don't have Wikipedia in front of this. <laughs> I'm going to look at a break. You can. You can. Some type of disorder where you are considered a. Um... Oh, I'm going to look it up. Okay. I'm going to do it right now. Because you are very curious i am very and curious. i think the word loner is fine i'm like it's fine let's just okay use so that. well recluse uh there's hermit another, not hermit even there's another pejorative term in which they uh, they have made it into like if you're this type of personality you could be a destructive personality uh mm. the like like a lot of they term it with a lot of sociopaths or um um yeah i don't know and we still don't know i still don't know we'll because wikipedia didn't tell us Uh, no i didn't search it right you know it's all about the searching right i yes it's all about it is all about uh, the keywords that you choose and then your computer knows. And then <laughs> it suddenly goes out into the and, world. And usually the things that I'm looking for are like kayaks. <laughs> <laughs> what? Kayaks. So the things that I ask the computer are, you know, things about kayaks and fishing gear and bicycle gear, um, things like that. Um I, I seldom will ask it about personality disorders. I don't want oh, the computer. I, I know, I know you do. I, I, I heard on, um, well, uh, you know, I listen to Luminary a lot. Yeah. And so uh, Russell Grant. Grant yeah. Yeah. And, I love him. Yeah. He, he, they were talking about what kind of animals they were. Yes. So animals. I was listening to that. <laughs> what what is he? Um, what are you? I think I am. He's a, a toucan. Yes, Russell that's Brand what, was that's a what toucan. She said. Yes. Um, I think I think I was a crane or. Oh really? No, I was a swordfish. A swordfish. Like, oh, what, what is a swordfish? I want to be. A, I want to be a swordfish. Right. I wonder what I am. So a funny thing going back to yoga and mental health. Um, I had a a, a yoga instructor, a yogi. Um that taught class one time and um, had animal cards. So little, like a deck of cards that she had that had different animals on them. And when you walked in, she asked you to randomly pick a card. And um, I had a, um, 
a gym member that I was uh, friends with that I'd finally talked into going to yoga class. And he and I had miscommunicated. He thought that I was going to be in that class with him. I thought he was going to be going to a different night. He shows up in that class. He draws a card. He is in that class for an hour. I'm wondering where he's at because I'm still at the gym and I know his car is there and I just assume, you know, he's upstairs in this yoga class. Okay. He comes out and he was like, wow, first off, you threw me under the bus because you did not come (laughs) come to class. Secondly, that was the most bizarre experience that I've had. She asked me to draw an animal um, from this deck of cards, and I did. And she didn't want us to share what the animal was. But throughout the yoga class, she kept referring to um, or encouraging you or inviting you to connect with the animal on your card. And incidentally, the animal that he knew that he drew was a badger. And he kind of looks like a badger. Oh, my goodness. And his last name is Brock. And apparently in German, that means badger. And so he had this whole existential experience in this one hour yoga class for weeks he was talking to me and wondering how did she know did this happen randomly why did this happen to me and he was very moved by the whole experience and um i was a little jealous because i don't know what my spirit i don't know what my spirit spirit, no i mean you could look it up yeah we can look it up i'm four four seventy four in case anybody is wondering, wanting to send me a did birthday you really card. Just yeah, I did. Your birthday. I did. It's not hard to find out. <laughs> wow. All right. Let's just oh. find out what kind of animal you are. What was the website that Russell Brand was talking about? I don't about? remember what the website was. Brand astrology website. But I listened to that last week, too. I thought it was hilarious. um, I did. I thought it was very hilarious. And he's, you know, his journey um, has been really touching to watch. You know, he was party boy, um, you know, had addictions, you know, definitely alcoholism was very out of control. And now... He has found purpose and meaning and wants to just bring good things to the world. And I admire that. And that's that's what I, too, strive to do. And he's a nice reminder that you can be hilarious, hilarious, a little bit flaky, a little bit off the wall and still get the job done. Be chaotic. Well, he's a master of words. Yes, he is. He's very much a, a word poet, if you will. Yes, he does have a wonderful way of putting things. And um, a, a, a great ability to connect with everyone and make everyone, uh, at least I find when I listen to him, I, I get a great deal of comfort out of his podcast. Yeah. So if you're listening, Russell Brand, Aww. I think you're awesome. Wow. <laughs> now we're just a bunch of sycophants here. <laughs> I don't know if I'd go that far. I don't have a poster. Oh, <laughs> can I get a poster? No, no. Then I am I, I too old worried. for posters? I might be too old for posters. Uh, I don't it's, think you can ever be too old. For I don't posters. know. It's a it's a it's a um a deal breaker with me and 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 dating. If a dude still has posters versus something in a frame, 
Okay. That's that's a no go for wow. me. That's a no. I got some standards. <laughs> a little judgy there. <laughs> Take down your poster, boys. Get a frame for it. Amazon sells them. Oh, what year? Wait, seventy four. Seventy four. All right. We're getting off topic here, but it, we it are. goes to chaos. I don't know. We are chaotic people. Right. Um, and this this first might day have a pro- last day. Where, where, where are you in between here? Um, goodness, I'm four, four. So right there, right there. Am I, does that say I'm a rhinoceros? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I wish I didn't know this now. How do you stop a charging rhinoceros? Good Lord. You don't. Well, you, you run te- like heck. You tell her that back. she's a rhinoceros, which is just an ugly fucking unicorn. They're strong, determined, aggressive, and never bat back down from a gray. challenge. And I bet they smell bad. Wait, it says impetuousness occasionally gets them into trouble. Do you think? Uh, I just think it's funny. Uh, <laughs> members of the song usually come out of a battle victorious. Well, I do usually get what I want. That is the truth. It may take a long time and I might go about it in all of the wrong ways, but I do eventually get what I want. Love of adventure. I do. It's true. But a rhinoceros. I know. I mean, that's an ugly fat unicorn. Why? Why? It, It is a unicorn. Oh, it doesn't even have fur. It doesn't even have fur. So? It has rough gray skin. You don't even know if it's rough. You've never touched a rhinoceros. How do you know? I'm just saying. I'm sure <laughs> there are soft parts. <laughs> All right, let's let's look up this. Uh, oh, uh, I am sad now. I wish you hadn't have done that. See, I'm a swordfish. It's so boring. No, I would love to be a swordfish. Mm-hmm. I want to be part of the ocean. I want to be in the water. I'm a rhinoceros. Do you know what a rhinoceros does in water? Shits. Just stands there and poops. Yeah, but n- it rarely anybody moves them. They usually get their way. I'm still not happy. And they're pretty intimidating. Mm-hmm. A swordfish, on the other hand, is beautiful. Not so intimidating. Is majestic. <laughs> Good, majestic. Is so agile, is graceful. Is... No, no, it, it says it's proud, energetic, and eccentric. Uh, those born under the sign of the swordfish can't help but walk their own path in life filled with big dreams and big ideas. Members of the sign are as organized and precise as they are intelligent and adventurous. Swordfish live by their own philosophy in life, which includes a look before you leave faith that Everything will work out in their favor. See, I'm a swordfish. Yeah, you're a swordfish. They, I yeah, don't believe this. They 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 essentially said the same thing about a rhinoceros, yeah. except a rhinoceros, a is rhinoceros, a, <laughs> a rhino, a rhino is not very attractive. It is an ugly unicorn. And yeah, and if I am completely offending the four people out there that four love rhinos, rhinos yeah, yeah. you know what? Yeah, yeah, but be your offended. sign didn't say you were arrogant and egotistical. Does your sign say yeah, that? It sure I does. think it's dead on. 
<laughs> that isn't an unfair assumption. That's what it says right there. Right there. Though like any sign, certain aspects in the birth chart will have a strong influence on how self-centered each individual is. And it does not indeed end up overpowering their finer characteristics. Are you wounded by this? No, I is this going to I was going to say, is this going to affect your mental health? Because I'm telling Never. you, I'm going to be driving back home for an hour and a half thinking about how I got screwed once again, because I am a rhino. I think in the Chinese year, I also was born in the year of the rat. I'm a cock. So I would love to be a cock. They're beautiful. People obsess over them. They wake people <laughs> they up. They make a lot of art with they roosters. They make a lot of art with roosters and <laughs> Not cocks. Not so much a swordfish or a no. rhinoceros. Do you know, one of the things that I miss about my old house is my king-size bed that had swordfish sheets. Isn't it weird Isn't what you miss? Isn't that what you wanted to get the other day? Yeah. Okay. Yes. So we digress into chaos again. Once, once again, again, I still didn't find uh, that antisocial. It's an antisocial personality. Somebody will tell us. Yeah. Somebody. I, I hope so. Please do. Because yeah. I, we I've are really here to learn. Antisocial. Yeah. So. You've always been very social with me. I'm a very social I appreciate person. that. In fact, most people say, I can't believe that you really don't like to socialize because you socialize so well. That oftentimes people say that about me too. And, right. and you can um, be both. Yes. Well, yeah. That's why I don't I like mean, about the label. You can be both. Yes. You can be happy being by yourself alone. And you can also be happy in the presence of another human being. Now, I will say groups. Groups. I'm yeah, that's all. That's a whole other thing. Um, I deal with groups a lot. And, um, the, per the perception the is is that I really enjoy it. And the reality is, is it makes me feel very anxious. I enjoy spending right. my time with one, two, or possibly three other people. I I can go to five. You can five go to, or six. Five is kind of my limit. Yeah. Feeling, and feeling like now I need to. Now, if it's a herd of people. No. No, I can do that. Like, you, I used to go to Grateful can, Dead concerts oh, all the time. Yeah. If it's, if you're just a fish. In the ocean. See, I don't even enjoy that. Oh, I, 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 I used to enjoy concerts, but the herd mentality uh, really um, made me not enjoy concerts anymore. I, I don't enjoy going and being around masses of people all doing the same dumbass thing. And that could be because um, I, I, I don't really partake in, in you know alcohol and and uh weed anymore <laughs> no mushrooms no, no acid none of that for me getting stoned makes you paranoid <laughs> in a group paranoid. of people <laughs> although it's rightfully so at a grateful dead concert i almost had a young lady steal my shoes <gasps> oh yeah because in a grateful dead concert oh, yeah. you take your shoes off yeah. you dance around I just took my shoes off because it was grass, uh, like sure. a grassy yeah, knoll, yeah, yeah. and I saw her creeping in there, and I was like, And she's going to take your shoes? Sure she was. Well, I'm sure they were, nice, they were shoes. nice shoes. <laughs> That's what I was getting ready to say. And she, yeah, shoes are something I would fight you and over. And I, I looked at her, and she looked at me, I was like, no, I... Yeah. We're going to have a problem. Yeah. And she instantly recognized that I was not... I was a predator and not prey. <laughs> <laughs> and those are the times I enjoy the most because I think it's funny that anybody, A, mm -hmm. would want to steal shoes during a concert 
it's it's such opportunity. Opportunity. It's opportunity. Is, it, yeah. 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 It's a, it, it, I found it an interesting human interaction. Yeah. That's where my mind goes. Not that she tried to steal my shoes or that I had to worry about her. That's stealing. funny. That's kind of where my mind goes with with situations like that too. Is that was that was interesting. That doesn't right. happen well, every day. What, Why what would they, they do that? You? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I would never. What for one? That's icky. Uh, no. I don't want somebody else's shoes. No. No. Seriously. But fungus. No. But I mean, this was a Grateful Dad concert. Yeah. And there's a lot of sharing that goes on. I mean, I, <laughs> I, I, I remember being camped at a Grateful Dad concert and finding myself completely okay with 10 or 20 other naked people and a garden hose right. strung over a clothesline. It's sheer and that's, chaos. Yeah, it's and shared I chaos. I did enjoy that about... I enjoyed I it. I did not like the music all that much. And I know I'm sorry, Grateful Dead uh, lovers. Uh, uh, but I found it to be uh, repetitious. Oh, you're... Well, yeah, the jam band scene. Yeah. Um, That's, that's kind of... I. Oh, and then we jumped into fish and then I was like, you know I'm what? I, I'm with you there. So I'm kind of I always felt like I was a little bit of the oddball. And I was actually thinking about this yesterday when I was listening to Widespread Panic, which is another jam band of, you know, most people that listen to them, listen to them live. The Grateful Dead, um, Fish, Widespread really Panic. Live. I, Government Mule, I really enjoy listening to their studio albums. I don't and, like listening to and, them at and, all. and I I know I'm in the minority there, but I enjoy um I guess not the chaos of the live jam, but the um sort I of order. Like, I, I like and structures. Um as I got older, I just didn't have time for that type of chaos. Right. right. I, I think that's a young person. And oh, I, I, agree. I think it's so, so important for your mental health yes. to interact in all these different situations. It it, it provides growth and awareness if you take advantage of it. Yes. I mean, you could just go through life. And- so the last concert I went to was to see the Avet Brothers at Red Rock 2017. So three years ago. I No, that's not the last. That was the last big concert that I went to. Um, but uh, I was seated next to a group of people in their 70s who had never heard of the Avet brothers. Oh. And I was curious as to why they got there. Why are you here? Because tickets were not cheap. Um, And they said, oh, well, David Crosby is opening up. And my response was, he's still alive. (laughs) 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 And in fact, he, he is, is. <laughs> and he put on a great show of course he did and because he's yes excellent so songwriter so, yes and musician. yes and performer he was he was yeah. excellent um so he performed his 45 minutes and um you know colorado is is a beautiful state. it's a beautiful state red rocks is a beautiful yep. amphitheater um and it also uh you know colorado allows you to smoke weed yes but the deal is in the amphitheater, you're not supposed to smoke weed, even though it's an open area. Okay. So David Crosby puts on his show. Um, the Avet Brothers come out. And within two minutes, it is a cloud of smoke. <laughs> it is. I didn't even have Everybody any. Everybody needs a mask at oh, this point. Oh, my lands. <laughs> I'm standing there. And about 20 minutes into the concert, I realize 
I am high as yeah, can be. Yeah, it's not be. very good for addicts. It Meaning is, if you if you're addicted and you're trying gracious. to get clean. No, I was high the entire good, time good and time. I never actually inhaled. N- I mean, I had to breathe. Physically. I had to right. breathe. That's all I was doing was breathing. And um, so you were. That al- might be very disturbing to someone who's never, because. Uh, well, that's why. That's why the 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 group that went to see David Crosby. That's left. why they left. Yeah, yeah. Because they're like seventy, and they're like, "What is this?" Even my and I, I hate to say it, a relation of mine. Yeah, I, I'm not gonna. Yeah. Uh, was very disturbed when he went to a campsite. Oh, in um, Illinois. So it's and it's interesting. It's legal. Yes, you can't drink at a campsite, but you can light so it up. So here's the deal. I went to Michigan. This is totally off the mental health subject. No, it's but, not. But I went to Michigan last month, and um, my friends and I went to a bar. They wanted to get a drink, and um, we ordered drinks. They got their drinks, and. I noticed that there was no outdoor seating and it's COVID. Like I'm trying to keep us outside in the open air right. as much as possible. And so I went up to another patron there um, and I said, can we take this outside? Are we, is, is there a place outside where we, and she said, no, absolutely not. This is Michigan and you can't drink booze outside of a bar. And I was like, but she can smoke weed. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> this seems very it's strange crazy to talk. me. But I mean, it's it's just, you know, different places have different laws and and the newness and it does, you know, um, I think it would be I know that he found it very disturbing, meaning he doesn't partake Nora's ever. Um, I highly encourage it because I think it creates an awareness outside of your normal realm of um, thinking. Yeah, but I certainly think it should be in a. See, I think that it's a, it's private, like an individual decision. Because I think it's individual because what if you have the chemistry that it just, just makes you paranoid and no, crazy, or makes you a sad, or mental yeah, health. Ex- ex- exactly. You're, meaning your chemistry exactly is yes. like taken, and that's that's where I'm at with alcohol too. Right, is, I think is, that's the same with all drugs. Is I well, ultra and drugs. and I mean, and these are fairly new ideas to me just since i've you know really been sober um i i i started uh i know um you know uh, new ideas new ideas that um i had always thought that yeah you should drink a little you should smoke a little weed you should find out what it's about what's out there and um now that i don't and 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 that comes from a place of um, growing up, most everyone that I was close to, um, and I mean, this is from, you know, you know, this from, from age 14, 15 on, um, with some kind of an addict, either drank alcohol or smoked weed or, um, was addicted to pills, pills. So I grew up with the mindset that everybody did something, that everybody self-medicated with something. And, then it really hasn't been until, you know, recent last few years that I've come to recognize that that was a um, unhealthy bubble that I lived in. Um, oh, I enjoyed every experience that I had. <laughs> so I'm going to have to totally disagree, disagree. with you. And that's totally I fine. I loved 
right. my 14, 15, 16. In fact, most parents would be like, she was out of control. Oh, yeah. She was just a child. Yep. She didn't know what decisions. Yes. I was making every decision consciously. Yes. I think some individuals are just born aware and and i agree with that 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 was my that that i thought everybody else was out of control with their behavior of using the drugs they were using correct and that is where my mindset shifted is you know when i got into my 30s and all of this is still going on around me yet my professional life is incredibly healthy and health focused and and taking care of your body and taking care of your mind um and then many people that i I'm was close to and still cared deeply about um, addiction, substance abuse yeah, was such a part of their life. And, and, and you... so I had to like really reexamine, is this something that I think that everybody should do? Is this something, is this a path that I want my kids to go down? And the answer to that um, was no, not really, not really. I mean, I want them to experience things and to make their own decisions. But I also want them to know that addiction is a very real possibility. And um, recreational use and addiction are two completely different things. And sadly, they are. And sadly, most people don't know how to discern or their chemical makeup doesn't allow them to discern between the two. Mm-hmm. Meaning moderation, moderation, right? Moderation. Right. The middle path is what we were talking about at the very beginning of the podcast. So, to me, if you smoke pot, you do it in moderation. Yep. If you drink, you do, do it, it in moderation. Right. But not everybody has the capabilities of moderation. Correct. Hence why my one cupcake. I know. I'm I still thinking about just nineteen one cupcakes. All right. So just Some so you know, people, a batch is generally 24, so I could share three to four other cupcakes, and then I'm going to eat the rest. Right. <laughs> I used to make brownies for my dad, and that whole pan was gone within the night. I, I was can, like, holy crap, Dad, I what are you doing? I can and will eat a, pound, a, a pan of brownies in a night. And, and he was it. not overweight, by the way. No. So eating a whole pan of brownies does not altogether, for some people, Well, he didn't do chemistry. it every day. <laughs> well, it, no. Did he do it often? Uh, no. Okay. Because he was too lazy to make his own brownies. Right. <laughs> right. Right. When the kids were growing up, um, I I baked um, three or four or five times a week. Not so much for them, but I used them as an excuse right. because I really love But let me things. clarify this before we, we wrap this up. Uh, in no way, means, or form, if you cannot control or have the ability to control your your will uh and sometimes it's not about willpower it's about the makeup uh, of your, your brain chemistry. chemistry uh then i suggest stay away from it yeah yeah don't do it yeah just don't do it yeah you you can and we do lead. have a lot more knowledge americans have a lot more knowledge today than they had when we were 15 you can 16. arrive at awareness and different mental states without the use of of a drug. Yeah, try yoga. Try kayaking. Get I out in the woods. I personally like that boost because I go to different yeah. realms. Not so much with alcohol. Alcohol is more of a recreation uh, pointless drug to me. Meaning sometimes sometimes I get a lot of epiphany and ideas mm-hmm. and philosophical questions on alcohol. But it 
soon spirals to stupidity. Oh, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Which there's a time and place Place for. for stupidity, yes. (laughs) But uh, publicly, no. Yeah. Yeah. Um, As well as, you know, it depends, you know, if I get high, I have a different high than a, a lot of people do. So my chemistry is well suited because right, and not not everybody. I don't get is. tired. I don't get hungry. Um, I tend to be a little hyper. Yep, that's yeah. That that was that was me and um with marijuana. Uh, yeah, and, in and then it just my chemistry changed, and well, it see, wasn't. That is the problem because anymore. everything changes mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. So you know what you are. Yeah, at twenty, at 20 and a quarter, you're not. At 20 and a half, you're not. Because everything changes. Your chemistry changes. Mm-hmm. It goes different places. It changes into different things. So you are not chemically made up the same way you Yeah, were. as I said with yoga practice. I mean, I think that's our pretty bodies, Our it's hair not, grays. It's not, our mine eyes, doesn't. Oh, my hair does not never gray. changes. It magically <laughs> delicious. Holy crap. It's magically always chocolate well, brown. Well, I can say that this has been a very chaotic. It has um, been. But I it hopefully has been it addresses some, some mental health issues. I know for me, I feel better. I, I came up here feeling uh, a little frustrated, a little anxious, a little, I've, um you know, still many more changes in my life coming and um you know they're they're all good but change is challenging and And it can make you feel anxious so anyway hopefully some of you listeners have uh at least been entertained um and that's at the least at the most you've been um you know maybe found some things to examine in your own life um and uh you know hopefully you've gotten something out of this i know i did and if you've enjoyed this edition of it's so weird podcast please like us um and subscribe to us and share us with your friends send us token gifts it can be money it can be cupcakes i accept a lot of (laughs) different things Christy is less accepting as we've learned in this podcast. I'm very stingy. And um, (laughs) have a great day. Thanks for listening. Thanks, Marcy. Thanks, everybody, for listening. 